Hide your strap-ons, put away your biscuits, and get ready for the ride of your life. It's time for free candy in the van of comedy. It's time for two clueless dudes. What's up, everybody? It has been too long. It has been a couple of months. We had to take a nice little hiatus. Those uh, who want to know, I am Mad Mike, a.k.a. Junk McGee, and I am here with the Waz, supposedly. Now, as you may notice, the Hank is no longer with us at the moment. He suffered a very tragic accident. Um, Did he really? Actually, I, know, I don't even know the truth, so I'm going to learn with you. Yeah. So, uh, honestly, uh, my hats go off to his family right now. We're having to deal with uh, just kind of an awful mess. Um, he was very concerned with going to prison. Uh, something happened. I don't want to get, I'll let him get into the specifics. He Wait, was, when will he get into it? Will he be here like next uh, week? Or? No, I, he, I mean, uh, he thought there are things happening that could lead to him going away for a while. So this isn't like, cause I'm always grinning with your, right. whatever your premises are. Right. So, well, this is, this is, this is a thing that could potentially happen to him. And I, I'm not going to say why I'll let him, if he decides to talk about the why I'll let him talk about the why, but we what I need can to, like, tell get a you recorded statement from him. And yeah. Then, okay. Uh, but what I can tell you is what put him in the hospital. Holy crap. So, uh, being concerned with potentially going to prison for three to five, uh, he realized that, you know, you, you don't have a lot of options as far as, uh, occupation when you get into prison. Um, Not a lot of jobs you can do. Right. Okay. So um, he decided instead of being a – he didn't want to be a bitch boy, right? So instead he decided to become a prison purse, okay? So he was, he was just experimenting with a bottle of Cholula sauce, just trying to see if he could make room up there <laughs> to carry it around for a couple of days. <laughs> and it went all the way in and it got stuck. And he wasn't able to get it out. So, and as you already know, he's already got a slip and slide all up in there. So, uh, it's very impressive that he got it in there to begin with. Um, the doctors uh, didn't think it was too funny because they now have to do rectal surgery. But wait, wait. So uh, the the object chosen is hot sauce, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, because he figured that's probably the perfect size to sneak in, like. Like meth and stuff. But if anything goes wrong, it's also hot sauce. It's like. very spicy in your yeah. bunghole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I told him he should have started with packets. You know, start with Taco Bell packets and work your way up to a bottle, a large bottle of Cholula. I don't think you could just go straight large bottle Cholula. If you had a friend with a 3D printer, you could print bigger and bigger gauges. Of Cholulas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's how you do like it. Like when you gauge your ear, but... <laughs> Only with Cholulas for your anus. Yeah, it's for your uh, rear womb. I think now we need to have like a Cholula anus scale, <laughs> you know, from one to ten. This can be true. Yeah, he, uh, if, that we, part. if we can get him on a little <laughs> bit later, we'll see, if, we'll see what he says. Do you think we might be able to get him to talk Thor, to us today? what's going on? Uh, mom, howdy. <laughs> mom, Hi, mom, mom, dad, howdy. Let me tell you about what happened to my friend, mom. Yeah, so <laughs> that's uh, that's the unfortunacies behind. Um, unfortunacies. Yes, the man, the myth, uh, the legend uh, that is alleged legend. Uh, allegedly, allegifying. So I'm. I might not be able to be here next week. I think I'm going to be on a 5G excursion because I do 5G yeah. now. For the people that missed it. 
I'm I'm a five G or now. Actually, no, no, no. It's next week. I will be here. The one afterwards is the one I'll be. All right. Oh no, no. I'll be in time for back of both of them. I lied about all of it. So this was just a ruse to tell you about myself. You doing five G? I'm doing five G now. So now, what's going to happen when they move to six G? Dude, I'm going to make more money. <laughs> <I'm gonna laughs> make money. So, uh, so. What's the difference between? I mean, obviously, there's one more G. Yeah, right? yeah. From a four to a five. Yeah. But like, I don't. I mean, it's. Faster. I guess it's to the point where I, speeds are fast enough that you don't really notice a difference anymore. You know, it's like going from like a, like they got like the 1080p to then you got like the LCD to the LED, and a lot of them you can't even tell the difference. You know, unless you get like the super duper high end stuff. Yeah. Until until you're like in a crowd, like at a concert or something, and everyone's using it and then your phone doesn't work anymore and you can't stream in the other direction uh, and that's stuff the like worst that. and uh so that'll you help can't with reach that. your your anal cholula because it's too crowded <laughs> and your burritos just dry the, the, well, yeah that's so, there's so many layers to deal with that <laughs> like an onion because i mean a dry burrito is a whole separate issue it really so is you, mm-hmm. you shouldn't even be there with that situation anyway nobody wants to choke on a dry burrito yeah <laughs> That's just how it is. So you're just trying to add too much to your concert experience at that point. Like, I, just enjoy the show, buddy. Come yeah. on. You need a burrito, too? Come yeah, on. Yeah, relax. <laughs> Have some mics. There we go. Um, all right, folks. So there is a whole lot, a whole lot that has happened since I've not been here in the uh, movie world. And we're going we're gonna to kind of jump right into um, we're gonna jump right into some of this. Okay, let's bumper the movie segment. Get ready. All right, let's do it. It's movie time. Woo! All right. So, uh, first off, uh, do you remember Santa Clarita Diet on Netflix? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. the creator, the actual creator wants to make a season four. Um, however, I don't think any of the actual stars do. I did like it, and I thought it was really cool to see Timothy Oliphant in kind of that comedy type role. I, I couldn't finish an episode. Really? Like, I, I popped in in an episode that wasn't the first one. Uh, someone else was watching it. I'm not a big Drew Barrymore and I was just, fan. Yeah, Drew Barrymore eating people. It just was, like, too cheesy. and I didn't have any substance to lock on to to, like, get into it. But Timothy Oliphant was really what makes the show. Okay. Um, so if you haven't seen it, it's at least worth watching. Cause How do you describe the plot? Uh, I would describe the plot. It, it, it's it's campy, a little corny. It's it's too campy, um, and I like Batman. Basically, um, they order some bad like oyster soup or something. Um, she uh, she winds up eating this bad oyster soup, goes on this vomit spree. What up, Duffster? And then uh, after this vomit spree, she basically dies, but then comes back to life, and then uh, finds out she's got all these. She's like sexually insatiable type deal and like she's got tons of energy and she wants everything but then all of a sudden she wants to eat people uh and parts of her body start falling off if she doesn't eat people and they're still trying to figure out why this is all a thing and there's this other faction that's trying to find all these zombie-like creatures and kill them oh okay there's some layers there There that are are interesting how did the season end though because that would really determine if like it's time for another season or not well that's the thing was the way it the very last conclusive season, i mean no but it ended with with a, a character uh, i'm not going to say who because i don't want to ruin it for anybody but a character winds up getting turned to being a zombie and it kind of was like a oh man you oh. know because that that character was so good at not being a zombie that you kind of didn't want him to be a zombie you know 
Okay. Uh, so, but uh, really good, really good show. I definitely recommend it. If you're looking for something just kind of weird, different, and wild to put on, it's not a bad show. Definitely check out Santa Clarita Diet. You know, it's anything biological I get away from, you know? Yeah. Like any kind of guts that aren't like psychological guts, whatever that means. Cycle, yes. Uh, Well, let's see here. The uh, What it says here is Victor Fresco is ready to move forward with new ideas for season four. Uh, uh, That's something that I would think all would want to do if everyone was available. Emotionally, everyone on the show would love to do some kind of closure. We thought it would be fun to do a season with Joel and Sheila in the same boat. Uh, what would that look like? Joel and Sheila are two of the main characters. Mm. Um, so I, I, right now, I would say it's just a matter of getting them back together and doing it, which is kind of interesting because it's a very similar thing that happened to Arrested Development. Oh, Arrested no, Development and then took, it came back, right? Yeah, it took like a four, five-year hiatus. That was so worth it, though. Came back and did one more season, basically. Uh, it did one season was in epic. two parts, like 18 episodes. Do and it was great. Your, do you have your kablingis on? I do have my kablingis Yeah, on. then you got people Boom. like touching their legs when they're listening to the podcast. Do you ever do that? Oh, yeah. Like someone on, on a pod you're listening to has a, has a little ding-dong ring. And now they're looking at their phone because they think it's theirs. Yeah, and I'll check my <laughs> phone. And I just it, turn it off. And then, like, my leg will vibrate. Like, I've got, like, a trained Whoa. muscle spasm. Whoa. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of nice. That's pretty wild, man. <laughs> um, so, with that, um, I, I guess, so Arrested Development was the same thing, but yeah, yeah. then they, they did the one season. Then, apparently, there was a big fight amongst uh, Jessica Walters and, and uh, some of the other cast. The guy that plays Job. Things just kind of fell apart. It's weird when shows get canceled and then brought back. Like uh, Family Guy is a crazy example of that. Where like this cult following uh, brought it back so hard. Yeah. And and I like that there can be media like that that's like not for everybody. But it still has a big enough audience of the people it's for um, to survive. And that's a great point to ask you all to tell your friends and neighbors Two Clueless Dudes is back. TCD, uh, baby. We can do it without you, but we don't want it. It's yes. better with you. Let's it's absolutely. Community-driven. Oh, ready. so much so. Um, so let's, let's, let's jump right into something else that's kind of awesome. Um, do you remember the movie Short Circuit? It's one of my favorite movies ever, dude. They are doing... Johnny they, Five is alive. There is a remake coming. Please, yes. There is yes. a remake of Short... Yeah, Johnny Five was the coolest thing. I wish they did a prequel, not a remake. Because yeah. it's, it's such a simple plot. Like, why not do a totally new one? Because the so, second one was so good. Remember Johnny Five 2? Oh, Johnny Five 2 is the best one. <laughs> uh, yeah, Short Circuit 2 is still, great. Still shortened. That's when he thought he was going to die. No disassemble, yeah, Johnny, Johnny five. five. No disassemble. And he gets, like, the mohawk. Let's your nuts into outer space. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so I think that was great. Uh, and he gets gold-plated at the end, which is really lame. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. The, the, like, you don't want to see a sequel where he's like, I'm a gold robot. <laughs> I'm Look a gold robot. I'm C-3PO. I, I rap now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blinged out. Yeah, the first one came out in 1987-88. Good times. That's pretty wild. That's I was about- four. But I love that. Um, I VHSed it. My grandma was like champion pirate grandma. And she had like all the VHSs. And she would record them at the slow speed. So there'd be three movies on a tape, but they'd all be all blurry and chunky and like vaporwave. 
Yeah, and they're so they're saying that they don't believe um they don't believe that the uh original cast is going to be in it. Of short circuit? No. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no way. There's no way. There's, yeah. there's just not no way. But it's been like 30 years. Yeah, for sure. I almost do. I almost have to agree with you. I almost wish they would like. <laughs> you two make me feel old. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I almost want to say I wish they would just skip the first one and just remake the second one. Yeah. Because you know I, mean? I feel like the first one was really just a teaser for or the second one. Prequel, prequel. That would be day, dope. Dayquil. Dayquil it. Where you have one of the other, uh, like, number six or something. Because there's other or, robots, and he was the one that went awry. There should be, like, another one that was, like, a good boy robot soldier. And, like, he turns later, yeah. like, in the field of battle or something. It's, like, a whole other side plot. You know what they should do? They should do one set in today's time. And it should be about Johnny Five's kids. Oh, And dude. how he can't relate with them. <laughs> this side universe after the second one we've got robot intelligence yeah so by that time there's going to be other robots he will have mated there will have been like his creations little, little johnny little johnny sixes yeah and sevens johnny six johnny grandpa <laughs> i brought you off of that workbench and i can put you right back on that's right <laughs> now how awesome would that be that's the movie that needs to be made that'd be folks. so great that's the movie that needs to be made. That's the movie that we deserve. Yeah, because there could be so many, like, uh, fish-out-of-water jokes about, like, these robots having, like, a new society and stuff and right? trying to raise their dumb kids. <laughs> How do you connect without a modem? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand these modemless kids. I don't understand. <laughs> They're LTE. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. 5Gs, that's too many Gs. <laughs> it's too fast. Gotta yeah. slow down. You can't spell anything with 5Gs. <laughs> Guggenheim. Nope, that's not enough. There's a, there's a new challenge to win a contest with us as to uh, who spells the best word, the most words with five G's in them. With five, yes. <laughs> yes. That'd be, that's, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. My guess is it would have to be Russian or German or something. <laughs> no, it must be English. It must be English. A single word. Um, a German word would be perfect, though. You're right. Did you watch? <laughs> it would be fantastic. Um... Do you remember New Kids in the Hall? Uh, uh, New Kids, kids in, the in the Hall. New Kids in the Hall. Kids in the Hall. Dude, you're talking about my favorite stuff, oh, man. Oh, kids oh, in the Hall. Kids in the Hall. Kids so in the Hall. No. Canadian. Um, so, yes, Canadian. Right. They're they're from Canada. So they uh, specifically are going to be revived for an eight episode run on Amazon. Heck yes. Because these guys are all still hilarious. Uh, remember when um, uh, I, Michael Ian Black, he would do all the I love the 80s, I love the 90s, yeah, best day ever stuff? Yes. That was so fun. He was so good at that. Uh, yeah, so I think, uh, I don't know, I didn't realize they had five episodes, they had five seasons, 102 episodes that spanned from 1988 to 1995. And then they also had their, uh, their they, they had a movie. Uh, oh, no way. Oh, dude, it's Brain Candy. I think it's called Brain Candy. <laughs> if you have not seen it, it is an amazing movie. It's so funny. Absolutely worth watching. I just, I want to see Michael Ian Black do more stuff. He's like so. Dude, they're all really sleeping. funny. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. They and all I, are though, for reals. And I just realized, and I didn't notice this before, but the the store manager from Superstore 
You ever seen that TV show? Yeah. No. Uh, his name is Glenn. But I'm, I, th- I think that's, this, I think that is. I can't is, believe I haven't seen this show. It's newer. <laughs> yeah, it's, it. not, it's not bad. Yeah, newer is not. It's not great, bad. but let's see. Uh, you're like a single the, camera sitcom, right? You're looking for okay. So yeah, the guy in the khakis, in the in the khakis and the light blue shirt. Dude, they're all wearing khakis. I know. And blue, dude. Uh, the, uh, onto the, the light yes, blue. Right the there. light yeah. blue. The, that guy. Yeah. The, the, Hold on. Oh. I ruined it. I ruined everything. Everything's ruined. What are we watching? Oh, this is when he gets interviewed. Okay. Uh, so, I'll I'll br- I'll bring up the dude. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. He's like manager. Yeah, manager, manager guy. I think that's the same guy. I think that's one of the guys. Uh, who is that? Does it say what his name is? We need to IMDb it. It's this guy. You can't see His name cursors. is Glenn. Glenn. Yeah, g- hit up the IMDb. But I think that. Is the character's name Glenn? Yeah, character's name is Glenn. Mark McKinney is yeah, the so actor's that is. name. So Mark McKinney, yeah, he's actually from uh, Kids in the Hall. Oh, I don't recognize him yet. Crazy. Mark McKinney is from Kids in the Hall. So I think that's pretty cool. Gig, uh, Thor says, Gigglingest? Gigglingest? Gigglingest. Gigglingest? That could, Giggity. That's pretty good. <laughs> that ain't too shabby. That ain't too shabby, Thor. I don't know if that's a word, but it looks good in theory. So I think that would be real. I didn't realize that he was doing the show. I just now realized that that was him from Kids in the Hall. Um, hey, you heard it. You heard it for your first. It's got that media recommending time over here. Oh, it's time for. It's time to pay the bills. Time to pay the Billy Bob Thorntons. Right, I had to close the the vault of uh, single camera knowledge. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're gonna go ahead and just go ahead and pay some uh, sponsorships. And uh, some commercials. So uh, just uh, stick around with us and uh, we'll get back to you now. Let's give Ireland the soap it deserves. Introducing Dr. Squatch's Irish Cream and Whiskey Soap. Smooth and natural, like dropping a shot of whiskey and cream into a stout beer. You'll smell like a crisp, clean Irish morning with scents of whiskey and muck. With ingredients like potato water, reshi mushroom, milk thistle, Irish moss and stout beer. You'll feel like you're out celebrating with your lads at the pub. Hey guys, listen up. Receive 20% off all orders, $20 or more, at Dr. Squatch when you use coupon code RVR20. Whoa there, cowboy. Is your love life drier than a June sagebrush poking pricklies on a desert cattle's bunghole? Well, look no further, fella. The cavalry has arrived. Spunk lube. That's right, spunk lube. This ain't your average romance jelly jam. Whether you're sharing a tent up and broke back or flying solo, Tonto, Spunk Lube will have you slinging your cyclops and whistling out your Dixie. For group parties playing cowboys and Indians or just a quick one around in the chamber, Spunk Lube gets you hydrated for those long rides of bumping uglies into the sunset. Don't put a bounty on your head. Drizzle Spunk Lube instead. That's Spunk Lube, partner. 
Hey, J9, you looking to get lucky tonight? Why, do you know where I can get my lips on a dirty banana? Do I? And I know where you can get your hands on a golden dong. And pirate booty, giant clam, and even doorknobs you can get fresh with. Is this place heaven? No, this place is the Golden Tiki, 3939 Spring Mountain Road. Mm, this sounds amazing. The number one tiki bar in Las Vegas, 3939 Spring Mountain Road, Golden Tiki. Hey, it's Jam and James Riley from Rockabilly and Blues Radio Hour. And this is Beth Riley from Boppin' with Beth. Now you can listen to my wife Beth here on RadioVegas.rocks on Wednesdays at 10 p.m. Pacific for a Focus Beam artist, their influences and peers, and more. And you can listen to my husband James on Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific for modern and vintage rockabilly, blues, and whatever else you can get away with. Now I promise you, you'll like Boppin' with Beth better. No way, they'll like Rockabilly and Blues Radio Hour better. Boppin' with Beth. Rockabilly and Blues. I'm telling you, Boppin' with Beth. Now, Mike is in the bathroom, so we're going to just, like, bonus load you a little bit. Please, please just enjoy. Hello, this is Michael Tiffany from Midnight Madness Radio. And if you're looking to hear some of today's best new rock, tune in to Midnight Madness Radio, Wednesdays, 11 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Radio Vegas Rock. Keeping you rocking from the 60s to today. We are Radio Vegas. Rocks. Blah, blah, blah. Welcome back, everybody. This is Two Clueless Dudes. I am your gracious, gracious host, Mad Mike, a.k.a. Junk McGee. And I am here with the Waz Supposedly. That's right. So I think that's uh, very, very, very cool. Uh, that we are back, and did Very you know cool that we're back? We usually do a histories mysteries, and I, I don't really have anything uh, for histories mysteries, but I do have this. I do have this on this day in 1945, because it wouldn't be a show without bringing this up. A gentleman by the name of Audie Murphy climbed a burning tank and schwacked Nazis with a 50 cal. Burning like the tank, like they're crawling around on treads tank or like mm. a water tank on a tower? Like with the treads on a frigid January afternoon in 1945, Company B, 15th Regiment, uh, 3rd Infantry Division was attacked on the outskirts of Holtzwer, France, uh, by six tanks and an estimated 250 German infantrymen who were determined to wrest the Bois de Red Weir from the Americans. Probably just hacked that, but that's okay. Uh, certain that his decimated company could not withstand the German onslaught, First Lieutenant Audrey L. Murphy ordered his men to fall back to safety deep in the forest after, after expending all his carbine ammunition at the enemy. Murphy himself prepared to fall back as well. Suddenly, he spotted a 50 cal machine gun on a turret of a burning tank destroyer. Knowing that his position had to be held at all costs, Murphy climbed on top and began firing the machine gun into the oncoming uh, Germans. He'd get the Medal of Honor for this, in fact. That's pretty awesome. That is our Uh, war story time. Out there, just... uh, It's like a non-mystery of history. He, he, He just was out there just schwacking some Nazis. I mean... Truly, though, Hank, his biggest folly in life, I believe, was how often the History's Mysteries segment 
was less than mysterious. It's true. Sometimes you need to have you need to have the mystery. Yeah, not just like just the just history. The history. Yeah. Right. That's gistery. You, you got to have both. So, uh, can you look <clears throat> this up? I wonder if you could find this. I'm made of looking up. There is Type yeah. in Jurassic Park with Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> it should be a little video, and it's amazing. And if you have not seen this, I think it will change your life. That is it. That is the video. So is this like a Pee Wee Herman replaces dinosaurs in Jurassic Park fan trailer? Okay. Pee Wee so, Park. Let me share this with you all first. <laughs> this, is, this is a must-see you saw it here, yeah. folks. You definitely got to support our sponsors because we're not going to be able to monetize this video with all our stuff that but we we can give you a share. We with can give you. you sound effects. Yeah, and for the for the audio listeners, so far it's Jurassic Park. Yeah, but I have a feeling we're going to close the doors. It says Pee Wee Park on the doors. What is that? Nature's say? most powerful force. Uh, we thought we could contain it. That was so funny that they thought they needed like. Special VR gloves for <laughs> So there's Pee Wee popping out of an egg. That's great. That's great. It looks like a Salvador Dali video. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, Pee Wee. Oh, he's popping around a tree <laughs> with a. Oh, that's the, uh, the other guy. That's the guy from um, the, the Seinfeld. Sh- yeah, shaving can guy. Is it Norman? Norman. Oh, and his bike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're just seeing just Pee Wee's bike. <laughs> uh, was it uh, on on Seinfeld? Was it uh, the guy they all hated that was, looked like the other guy? Norman delivered mail. It was Norman. It was Norman. Why was I sure I was remembering that wrong? And he, of course, Ian Malcolm. Yep. To the bike. <laughs> he was on his bike chasing the. Oh, the the lighting. <laughs> And the, the fake tree shadows on Pee-wee is he's chasing them on his bike. Genius. I thought he was going to be a giant and, and have a big mouth, too. I don't know where I thought I was going. <laughs> he just electrocuted the kid and was very delighted about it. Whoever did this was pretty genius. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have tape on his face behind the window. <laughs> when did you see this? I, it just came to me. I mean, this is great. I mean, this is all based off of the first one, too, which is fantastic. I love that we're a reaction show, too. We're reacting to this for you. Yeah. So you don't have to (laughs) deal with your own uh, pithy emotions. We're we're emoting for you. (laughs) That was really well done. (laughs) Right? Oh, he got bit by He popped out of the floor, and (laughs) the little girl was stuck above him as he was climbing out of the floor. Pee-wee Park. I would I, now if that was a movie, I would watch that. It's one of the greatest things I've ever seen anyone make from anything. Oh, how did the it, heater the heat? It's on, but I've heard it has to defrost. Heat. Like it, it hangs out for a few hours and then later it gets into it. Like it, it's, it wakes up slowly, like that Jack Johnson song. Sweet. We gotta wake up slow and make banana pancakes or whatever. Banana banana rama cakes. Yeah, I like banana rama <laughs> cakes. Who doesn't? Okay. Um, that's what I named my daughter. <laughs> that's exactly what I named my daughter. So, um, are you big into the uh, Jeep Wrangler? Jeep Wranglers? Do you know the Jeeps? Yeah, Jeeps? yeah, yeah. You know, respect. They are making a minivan. Huh. 
Jeep is making a minivan, and it is probably it seems like a weird one of the ugliest things you have ever seen. (laughs) I can't believe you're scooping me on car news, right? It's Jeep Wrangler based minivan, and they're trying to make it out like oh no, okay, I like it. Turns out I like it. You like it because here's my problem: when you said Jeep minivan, I thought, well, the front isn't very efficient. Uh, for like, a minivan exactly like it's got the wrong front to make sense as a minivan and I see this right away the front's fixed and it looks sick it looks like uh, it would uh, be on I think it looks absolutely hideous uh, I love it it's hideous in a way that I love though because I love <laughs> I love Volkswagen vans I, I love the that's 80s true. ones that's exactly kind of what that reminds me of yeah and then that uh, hard 90 degree angle on the windshield yeah. and then the windshield goes to like a, a complete flat front with like the Jeep kind of logo as the grill and the way they perpetuated that with the um uh what's the little one it's right here um that's the the compass something like that anyway compass a renegade it fits no liberty renegade's the long fella anyway no maybe that is the renegade Ah. that's a liberty i'm sorry that's a liberty Yeah, yeah 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 So, okay, in a nutshell, I love how crazy off-roady it looks while still being very vanny. It does, I mean, it is different, kind of like the marriage of both worlds, I suppose. It's like they, they didn't hold on to the Jeep part that I thought wouldn't fit the design. They're, they've got the signature front, and, like, something's got to be the front there anyway, so but might as well. You know that's going to be, like, 50 grand. I don't know, is it, is it Is it worth $50,000? I, I give it I give it forty five. I <laughs> That's so dope. I mean, it's it's the, look at how its stance is so wide. I mean, it has to have fender flares. I've never seen anything van-like yeah. that's that wide. That alone has got me sold. Uh, and you'll come with a, that's interesting, they're going to use a Pentastar V6, a 3.6 liter V6, or an optional 2 liter turbocharged four-cylinder engine. I guess if you just want better gas mileage, but you don't care about doing anything that a Jeep can do. <laughs> I mean, I just don't understand why you would... Uh, but it, it doesn't say what the prices are going to be. I was looking to see if it would say... Uh, what what we're looking at price wise, but it, there's nothing to it yet. So I don't you know. know what else is br- brilliant about this. So this is going more space, haul more people, and also looking very off road capable. Yeah, and what it has to compete with is going to be cozy because you've got the it's competing um, with like Land Rovers. That yeah, don't there's you think? A, it's going to be cheaper than the Land Rover and yep. probably ten times more reliable. Or the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. It's going to compete with the Wiener Mobile for sure because a lot of people are looking at those. Yeah. Uh, in comparison to this, because that hot dog shape, so it's again back to the efficiency of the design shape. The Wiener Mobile is it's a dated design. Yeah. So uh, let me bring up the Wiener Mobile just for context, real quick. So Wiener Mobile, you can't just leave that on the table. You can't. There we go. So this, and also we're looking at the new Hummer. Have you seen the new electric Hummer? Oh, yes. So yeah. this is, this yeah, is kind of like Hummer. Yes. metaphorically a Wienermobile. Looks a lot like the Wienermobile. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't, it's, it, I wouldn't say it looks as much like the Wienermobile as much as it feels like the Wienermobile to drive. <laughs> nice. I'm, I'm talking uh, on, on Hummer folk, but real talk. It has, from the side profile, it's almost kind of muscle car-y. Kind of, like It's yeah. got haunches like a, like a Challenger. And it's got a little, is that like a, like a little bit truck bed in the back? Yeah, yeah. So it's got a truck bed in the back, yet it's got this But it's all slung, electric. All electric, four motors, 
and see the the windows are short, but the doors are high. Yeah. So you get this low slung kind of muscle car vibe, but also it looks, uh, you know, it, it looks more muscular than off road. But the giant wheels, and then this, if you look at the design of the side of the wheels, how it looks kind of like astronaut gear. Yeah, it does. Or like some kind of drill an astronaut would use. The whole first edition is Apollo themed. So there's like a, a boot, a, a NASA boot print where you put your foot in the wheel well. There's like little lunar lander uh, details. Oh, I thought you were talking about Apollo Creed from Rocky. <laughs> That's the next one. Okay, cool. It's like guns. <laughs> so the dashboard, you know how the dashboards are all screens now? Right. All the animations and graphics of the dashboard are designed by the people that designed Fortnite, the video game. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So it's got legit like video game graphics uh, handling the control but interface. Why? But why would you get an electric off-road vehicle? Oh, a ton of reasons. Well, off-road you need torque more than horsepower, and electrics yeah, Jeep. torque monster. Thirty thousand parts made by the lowest bidder. You can make <laughs> your true. own power if you get stranded. You if run you're out electric? of juice. You roll out a solar cell and just camp a day, and then you can drive home. Um, you'd have to like get a like roll out source or like get like an RV style one, yeah. put a couple of those on the top Something from the Martian. Yeah. 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 Like you, there's a huge aftermarket opportunity here, but like the kind of solar cells you put on top of a camper, you've got space on top of this thing for two or three of those, or you just throw them in the back and unload them when you camp. Oh my God. Camp a couple days and you've got your fuel back. What if you, what if I just figured it out? Look at this convertible. Let's say you Come take on. this bad boy out, right? You take it out. You're with your friends. You're partying uh, down at the beach. Right, but you've used all your electricity. You need to get home. This is where this is where Hefty needs to come up with us, or Glad, or whoever. <laughs> they need to make solar cups. They're solo cups that you can just leave out, and they just collect little energy, and you just plug them right into the car. But all cuppy stuff. Maybe they can unfold like flowers. Solar cups. So I had a a, a juice cup. Solo R cups. It was an inverter that fit in the cup holder. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen it those. It's like 12 volts to 120 volts. And do you remember uh, my juice men cup. who stare at goats? Yes! And he, has the, oh, he tries to movies. do the thing to cook the, and it doesn't work. This, yeah, men who stare at goats is fantastic. Have you seen the new, uh, speaking of the new Wrangler, have you seen the new uh, Bronco? Yeah, you know, the new Bronco looks pretty cool, but I mean, it it's is. It's not going to compete with that weird Wrangler. No, th but it is most, it, I was checking them out. They're basically made just off-roady type versions of it. I was hoping that they were going to make like a kind of like a, a street version of the Bronco. Yeah, because you saw all the different versions are all kinds of like different climate zones more. Yeah. But the thing is, the way it's designed and like that kind of dynamic suspension, you'd be fine on the street with it. You just wear out your tires faster. Yeah, you know, you wear out your tires and you probably wouldn't have uh, the gas mileage that you'd want. No, but I mean, there's, there's not, this is not going to come in electric anyway, I don't think. No. I'm not going to come in gas, I thought. Oh, th no. those are gas. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. So yeah, it's gas the, the Mustang that they made electric, and it, that looks hideous. I'm sorry. You don't like it? That's it's not even a Mustang. Okay, so it's it got, looks like a. My, it looks like. Can a, I can I try to turn you around? It looks like a Ford Colt. It's awful. Uh, Dude, I love the Ford Colt though. That's the problem. <laughs> uh, the, the Colt's like an old style that I I dig. You know, if anything, you could say it looks too much like a Civic. Yeah, it really because does look like a Civic. It, it looks really does dead look dead like on. Like a, from this, like a just a big chunky Civic. Yeah, from this stance, especially, uh, maybe that's probably why I like it. But like with less stupid extra fins that that actually are dumb <laughs> on the Civic. Um, yeah, but, the Civic okay. looks like it's been smushed in the back. Too. So here's why I want to turn you around on the Maki. Um, when Ken Block hoons it, 
it'll break your heart. Shoot, I forgot to log in, so I got a quick ad. Because I, I usually... For the GMCC. I bought YouTube Premium for you all, so you can see my... I know I... Naughty bits. So we won't have ads next time. Watch Ken Block hoon this thing, and then tell me you're not a little bit interested in this car. So get this. Uh, Jay Leno did an interview with um, the CEO of Ford yeah. uh, about the Mach-E, which has five motors, by the way, and they're pancake motors. So they're flat and, and uh, wide, okay. which is a really cool motor design that no one's messed with, uh, like a layout for uh, inside of a motor. Ford is talking about, uh, the CEO is talking about making a crate motor version. Interesting. Where you buy a whole conversion kit, adapter plates uh, on the uh, third party aftermarket. And I want to get something like that, get one or two of those pancake motors from the Mach-E, get the crate motor kit and throw it in like a, like a Civic CRV. Just to see what would or happen. Or CRX, I'm sorry. The CRX is uh, like a super baby Civic from like late 80s, early <laughs> yeah. 90s. Yeah, I remember CRX. And it's got like a Star Wars look to it, or almost like a, a Star Trek pod shuttle kind of thing. Super vapor, like a cyberpunky looking car. Yeah. And uh, just turn that into like a tiny little uh, drift puppy, all electric. That's pretty dope. So I got a scoop for I'd like to put just a, talking. I'd like to put one of the Tesla motors in a Yugo. Yeah, that's that, that kind of thing. But like the, the Tesla Look motors it, are so closed, so chunky and big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's fine. The thing is, this this is not as much of an S. Like, supposedly this is an SUV style. It's really more of a fastback sports car style that's a little bit taller. Yeah, like, it, crossover is really the term, and I think a lot of people are like, "Oh, because the a Mustangs are crossover." It's not a Mustang anymore, but I'm like, what about all the fastback SU- Mustangs? But Just at least we that didn't have still the had a lower profile and it was small. I mean, Mustangs have I've been yeah. known for their kind of their dainty size compared this to, thing is not big, to the Camaro and the. Completely agree, but this thing is barely bigger than a Camaro. Camaros look so big for two door. It's inefficient Camaros space. Camaros are big and chunky looking to me. Yeah, so I feel like the whole two door. New Mustang looks like a Pontiac Aztec size. that's in the middle of transitioning. I totally agree. Transitioning better. <laughs> no, I can't believe we would bring up the Aztec when I was just talking about the CRX being dope because it's the same back end <laughs> on Aztec and, the, right? and, and like the dopest Honda. <laughs> There's so many cool Hondas that have the same back end as the Aztec and no one. Wow. Uh, I don't know that anybody's ever used the word cool in Honda in the same sentence before. Oh! <laughs> See, now, now, we're, now we're like different nationalities. Because. <laughs> What you, you're Japanese and I'm yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, rice all day. Rice all day. The, the <laughs> Honda's like, they make, the NSX is amazing. Okay. You know, the Acura NSX, that's Honda. That's fantastic. Yeah. Aside from that, there's not really anything out that is super impressive by Honda. I think what's there's a, things that are What's impressive is in the price range, too. Yeah. Yeah, like also the what you can do on a budget. And, yeah, the it's budget. It's kind of like, like Subaru is like killer, but... Uh, it's like the Volkswagen of s- Japanese cars. Yeah, it's like supercar or hypercar. <laughs> yeah. There's no Subaru hypercar, nope. but there's like budget supercars all day. And then Toyota's kind of went all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, do you, if you go with like Subaru or like any American muscle car, it's like, let's do everything cheap ass plastic. Honda in the Element, middle. I do remember that. Elements are dope! Elements of it's cool. see that's a tent on wheels basically. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. And a big rectangular tent. It was their answer. It was their competition for the FJ Cruiser, if I remember correctly. I just feel like if if someone didn't tell you it was a Mustang, 
and a lot of people looked at like some Mach E shapes compared to some, uh, like especially people I think they were thinking in the Japanese Hyundai. cars. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I, and I feel like the Veloster is a little bit lumpy. Right. But like they're starting to figure it out. Have you seen like the new Veloster compared to previous ones? It's starting to look less like a weird stink bug. Oh, is it really? They're starting to figure it out. Okay. Yeah, because Hyundai's <laughs> always had like design language that looks like they uh, uh, fell asleep halfway through a meeting on other companies' design language. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then picked up and tried to finish it. Yeah, or, like they themselves. they copied these the, like let's make it like a Hyundai flavor of all these already ugly Toyota and Honda designs. Yeah. Because uh, there's there I gotta I gotta concede that. There's some ugly Hondas and Toyotas. There really are. They're just tragically. Tra- tra- I agree. Tragic- and like, I love these companies to death, but not their design language per se. Yeah, not a fan. <laughs> not a fan. Um, okay, stance. So with that, let's get into. Yeah, thanks for our car segment. Yeah, it was pretty good. That was pretty good. Um, okay, C- uh, Captain Marvel two. Captain Marvel 2, we're they gonna have, sting our way to you, Captain Marvel 2. They have announced, for those that do not know, they have announced, in a way, who the uh, who was going to be the villain of Captain Marvel 2, which I found to be pretty interesting. It is uh, looking like Rogue is going to be a villain. The villain. Oh, yes. man, I hope it's one of those, like, love to hate vil- I love Rogue. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what what methodology they're going to use. It might be like a more complicated plot where like uh, it's more of an anti-hero than, or like not, you know, when you have a, a main character that's a protagonist, but also like the villain role, kind of like Cartman. Yeah. Like you have a Karen role. Yeah. Um, she'd be dope in that. Cause like you kind of love to hate Cartman. He's like, not a bad guy that gets vanquished. <laughs> right. Per se. I, I'd love to see Rogan something like that. So, uh, mean girl. I think that's really cool because that'll be the first. I think that'll be the first mixing of both mutant, you know, the Fox mutants and you know Marvel Studios. That'll be the first time that both have been used together. Do you realize that? There have not been mutants have been just mutants, and then everything Marvel's done is done the Inhuman route, or they've just been superheroes, or blah blah blah. But nothing has been. A mutant explanation because they weren't allowed to because Fox had the rights to all the mutant stuff. Oh. Now that they own Fox, they can do all of the mutant stuff, which is awesome, which is why you're going to get – that's what uh, – and Pol- Real politics over fictional universes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because that was basically what mutants were. They were hard, hard and heavy into the real, the real type of, you know – um, politics and, and uh, you know, I identity crisis. that about Marvel. I always thought that made Marvel stuff yeah. way more real that they got into um, they some honestly, real they lenses use of the, stuff. They used the, the, use the WWE m- methodology. They're, whatever, they're villains, they're, they're heels, and their faces all change and morph with the political landscape. Yes. They've always done a really good job. About That's what keeps wrestling relevant. Uh, yeah. Did you just say complicated <laughs> plot in reference to a Marvel movie? It could be. I'm not sure how. The, I don't know if it's going to be complicated, but I do it's think it's going to be. Though. I do think it's going to be interesting that we're going to be able to get those two, you know, a yeah. mutant and a non-mutant, into the same universe. 
Which and, is and also like to Marvel's credit, as far as more complicated plots, remember when superheroes were first a thing, like after like the first couple like Superman movies. Yeah. Maybe I think it might have been like Spider Man when like our modern era of superhero movies started. Definitely. In that point, like when you had a, uh, to imagine a plot later as complicated as like the two uh, Endgame movies, right? Uh, or, or even or even Winter Soldier was fantastic. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Civil War was just it, civil. That whole thing is all one plot. Yeah, you know, that's amazing the way they did that. I mean, just wow. from, from a storytelling you know? perspective, although it's like not, uh, it's for broad audiences yeah. and it's all written so that like uh, young people can follow along. Yeah, that aside, the amount of effort gone into like that level yeah. of storytelling between like generations of movie shooting yeah. it was like you had this timeline that was going to like see that far ahead and, and follow it through to the end. Huge. Commendable. Yeah. It's like, I mean, nothing you're not going to get done. like a memento yeah. type plot from, from Marvel ever. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> no. um, and like thinking back, like memento is like, <laughs> we, everyone was so amazed about it, but it's like, is it that impressive of a plot now? Yeah. Like, it kind of smells like a Shyamalan thing that we'd mock now, we, when, which is dope, but it was right. dope. It was cool then, but yeah. if Shyamalan had did it now, everybody would razz him for it. Exactly. Right? If Shyamalan decided to do it. And I think that's something that kind of... Guy uh, Pierce, right? Guy Pierce. Yeah. I was wondering what happened to Shyamalan. I think that might be a layer of it is that, like, it's hard to live up to the hype anymore. Yeah. Like, he can't outdo... He he was like a victim of his own success. Yeah. I I think he did a really good job with the Sixth Sense, Signs. Unbreakable. uh, Unbreakable is fantastic. Signs is, like, hit or miss with people. I love it. It's very polarizing. Yeah. A lot of people don't get the campy humor in science. Uh, Split. Oh, I never saw Split. That's the second one to uh, Unbreakable. Yeah. Freaking amazing. Oh, that's right. Because th- that was the one I missed in that and then series. Glass. But then I saw Glass. Yeah. I haven't seen Glass. Glass, Glass is, is the one dope. I need to see. Yeah, yeah. And then um, he did the, uh, what's the one with the, with the underwater? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's I really a polarizing actually, one, too. I, re- I really liked it. I can't remember I, the name of it, but I, I it was really good. It. And the village, I liked the village. I love the village. I mean, sure, maybe the ending. What do you think of the happening? I it was, it was a, no one spoiled the ending of the village, and I didn't see it coming. So or until close I, to when I, revealed it, yeah. And I thought that was and, great. I was fine with that. Yeah, I had some fun with the fact that I I got it towards the end before it revealed it. Some people were like, "Well, I got it before it revealed it." I'm like, yeah, he he lets you. M- my problem with that <laughs> the happening was that nothing happened. Yeah, but and it was it was I felt like it was too gory for me at the beginning, but then it yeah, was yeah. worth it for the suspense because mm-hmm. I was just really those when it kept cutting to scenes of like just wind and some pants plants blowing, and then back to like chaos. Something about that. It, some people thought that was cheesy and were like whatever and rolled their eyes or whatever. It got me. I got those stupid just cutting away the wind and the plants the the something about the eeriness of the lack of anything there scared me extra <laughs> the happening i was cheering for the lawnmower <laughs> and i feel like the i feel, I feel like it messed with my head i watched um, it in the right head spot the, i feel like the people that were like oh my god those scenes of just leaves yeah. rustling <laughs> that's genius i think they went on to make that that bird box movie Oh, what, no. Do you remember what it's called? With um, uh, uh, the, the lady from Speed. Yeah. I, I heard all about I heard too Bird's much about it. Bird's Nest or something? No, it was called the Bird Box. Bird Box, right? It was called yeah, Bird Box? Yeah. Awful. Like, 
I couldn't watch it because uh, it was one of those things that was so overhyped, and then all the descriptions yeah. made it sound boring. Oh, the people God. were so excited about it, so I, like I, I felt averse to it. It was weird because I watched it thinking, okay, well, this has kind of got a cool premise at least, right? It should be all right. No, it was awful. <laughs> it, it turned out to be just pure trash, and it made absolutely no sense, and was so... This is the thing. This, the descriptions nothing, about it made no sense. Nothing bothers me more than when you get massive coincidences. Oh, okay? Yeah. I do not like giant coincidence. Everything's a coincidence in a movie. That is not a good movie. Yeah. That's you basically just... That you, why, why it's lazy you writing. This? Yeah, it's lazy writing is what yeah. it is. Why don't you just give them all fucking vorpal swords and millions of dollars and, because you can't. Yeah. yeah that's kind of what I feel like. If you're not really going to actually have yeah. a correct process to it, why did you even write this god-awful fucking movie? Yeah, I feel similarly about action movies that are just action. I'm just like, yeah, you guys can all fly or whatever. Right. <laughs> give me something else. Yeah. Right? Give me something. I think... Uh, that's the beauty of the John Wicks is it is an action movie, but they also give you a little something yeah. in kind of creating this um, running storyline and this background into kind of what is not really been touched on. And he's kind of creating his own little like assassin world in a way, you know, and it's kind of cool. All right. I, I, I am mad at him. I'm mad at him. Yeah, oh. I'm sleeping on those because I haven't felt like paying attention. It just seems like all kinds of. Scenes that you watch and like, don't look away. I keep wanting to enjoy that's media good. that's less good, that I can be less engaged by, so I can do stuff <laughs> during it. I feel like there's a there's a real market for that. There could be greasy conversation. Uh, cooking com. on high was what was on at my house. <laughs> nice. Yes, on Netflix. So <laughs> you just put on and you forget about. Yeah. Because apparently, you can win awards now by putting weed in eggs. I don't. I don't get it. <sighs> Um, I there's, think. That's not as simple as it sounds. There's different weeds. There's different uh, ways that oils at different temperatures can extract different terpenes. And, and there's some nuances. Yeah, there's some, some nuances, I guess. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and uh, pay some bills. Yeah, we'll pay Folks, a couple. We'll be right back. Just a couple. Hi, this is Janine from the Rock and Comedy Show. And I'm here to tell you why you should go to Hottie Hair Salon for all your needs. Last minute appointments, beautiful color selection, beautiful results, professional quality, experienced stylist, professional products. Plus, my favorite stylist, Chris, works there. Chris is amazing to work with. He's very knowledgeable about extensions and how to do some corrections. Chris was an overall joy to work with, and he's super sexy to look at. The salon has two locations, and you could find Hottie Chris at both. 7871 West Charleston is the main location. But for those of you in Henderson, they have you covered as well. 8790 South Maryland Parkway. Call 702-979-4468 to make an appointment. People love Dr. Squatch Soap, and they want to share its glorious scent with everyone. But that can get awkward. This is a little weird, even for us. But it smells amazing. I agree, Mike. Which is why Dr. Squatch is making all-natural handcrafted candles now. The same all-natural quality ingredients, now with a wood wick, to transform your home into a Squatchy paradise. Go to DrSquatch.com and get your handcrafted Squatch candle today. Hey guys, listen up. Receive 20% off all orders, $20 or more, at Dr. Squatch when you use coupon code RVR20. Sudden crash and calorie, low carb, vitamin B, the healthy energy 
Zipfizz. Grape Zipfizz. Kind of gave me the idea sitting in a pool on one of them little floaty things with something nice on the side of me. You know, feeding me grapes or something. You know, grape Zip Fizz. Zip Fizz energy, no sudden crash, 10 calorie, low carb, vitamin B, the healthy energy mix. Zip Fizz! Behold. Zip Fizz! It's true, the Fizz. Ratchet it, clink it back together. Yeah! It's two clueless dudes. We've attached the brackets. And we've buckled our fasteners. Brickety brack. Brickety frack. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. Okay. <laughs> so, those know, we're going to keep going with our with my uh, my Marvel news here. Um, Marvel it. There were talks um, between Marvel and uh, Dare, the Netflix Daredevil, Charlie Cox. And that turned from chalks to they they actually signed him. Well, and went th- so far as to not only did they sign him, <laughs> different Charlie Cox, totally different Charlie Cox. There, um, he is going to be in Spider-Man Three. There he is. I e I e. Two E's is another Charlie Cox. Totally different Charlie Cox. <laughs> I don't know why I thought two E's. <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> That's a porn star, I think. Hi, Sherry. Oh, Doe Eyes over here. Yeah, so he actually is reprising his role as Daredevil and is going to be in Spider-Man 3. I don't know. I don't think it's a very big role. I think it might just be like a cameo or a, a, a coincidence type shot. Or I'm not entirely sure how they're going to use him, but... That alone was enough to make me really excited. And then they went and they made me even more excited by announcing that they intend on bringing back John Bernthal as the Punisher. Bernthal, Punisher. Now, they, well, they're not sure if it's going to be a continuation on the first two Punishers or if they are going to basically kind of rewrite some stuff. Tall head. His head's really tall. He, he is. John Bernthal is a fantastic Punisher. His head doesn't look like a real human head. It looks like a... He's the Punisher we all crave. It looks like a CG head. Yeah. Look at how it it's, it's so tall. His head is so much longer than it is wide. He's it, got mega head. It literally looks like a jar. It's really cool. Like he got it stuck in an elevator as a kid and tried to pull it out? Mega head. Mega head. <laughs> I, I bet he gets mega head. <laughs> um... So I was very excited to find out that they are bringing back the Punisher. Now, what I find really interesting about that is Disney is already, or Marvel's already kind of releasing a Punisher-like character in the form of Moon Knight. Discipliner. The Moon Knight is basically very similar because he's a, he's a former military uh, mercenary um, he's he's pretty brutal. Is this with a K? Moon. Yeah, Knight. And the the person they tapped <laughs> is Josh Isaac, and he is from he was Poe Dameron in the in the Star Wars movies. He's going to play Moon Knight, which I think is kind of interesting. I'm interested to see how they where that go. This where character go looks cooler than I expected. Moon Knight is one of my favorite characters of all time ever. He is awesome. He's basically this moon-shaped knife thing is pretty cool. So his whole thing is he was on this job. 
he gets betrayed by his buddies. They leave him to die in this uh, Egyptian-type temple. And the Egyptian god of the moon, his name is Khonshu, basically says, hey, do you, do you want to keep living? If you do, I'll restore your life, but you work for me. You'll be my avatar on this planet. Wow. And he basically says, yeah, okay, fine, I'll do it. But it's a gig? It, yeah. But it causes him to have like, he winds up with like, he, he, like schizophrenic kind of disorders and... Also like working for Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, and, you know, he has, and he's he's pretty brutal, and, like, he gets, I think he's, like, at night, he's a little bit stronger, a little bit faster, a little this bit this, a little bit that, you know. Glow cape situation is sick. Oh, he's dope. He's dope. And he can be all white, and you don't see him. Nice. It's incredible. I mean, it's a really cool, real cool character. Oh, Vaskin. There's a little Vaskin Robbins yep. over here. And they just tapped to play one of the villains, they believe, I believe. Uh, Ethan Hawke. Nice. Well, well, imagine, imagine if Keanu Reeves could be Moon Knight. Look at this. Like he's going to be the lead villain is Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. That's cool too. Oh yeah, there was a big thing for uh, Moon Knight to be played by Keanu Reeves. The how, problem is Keanu Reeves how? is just too old. How much do we need to see Moon Knight's face? How young does Moon Knight need to be? I, I figure Moon Knight's probably in that late thirties, early forties. And he I, could have been an older archaeologist. Well, the problem is, is I think I think uh, Keanu Reeves was closer to like fifty-five, hitting the sixties. I don't know. You smooth. You can smooth some of that. We'll get Schwarzenegger. Yeah, it's Keanu Reeves. Come on, it's, it's Ke- right. It's Keanu Reeves. The m- one thing we're gonna miss with Hank is he knows a lot more celebrities' names. I, I keep up with you only a little bit, but we've got the chat helping out. We've got the community. Thank we do. Yeah. Um, the community also brings up the fact that uh, Jeeps aren't very reliable either. I know, for reals. That's why I like these ugly Japanese cars, because at least they stay together. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, with that, um, so also those that, that are interested in the, the DCU, uh, we might as well just touch this now. So the Snyder Cut release date has officially been announced. Okay, Now, those who do not know... Uh, let's see, Ethan Hawke movie to watch, Any Valley of Violence, and Gattaca. I'm pretty sure Ethan Hawke was in Gattaca with uh, Jude Law. Right? Ethan Hawke. Oh, dude, that movie's great. Yeah, Gattaca. Mm-hmm. And then, man, Ethan Hawke and uh, Jude Law is so dope. Yeah, great movie. Man, I can't talk about Jude. Jude Law had such a good era. Remember when right I at did. the same time he was on AI and then yes. uh, I Heart Huckabees in like the yes. same couple years? Yeah. I Heart Huckabees, great show. AI made me cry, actually. So hard. Hard cry. Yeah. Great movie. Um, but not so great movie. Uh, Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League Snyder Cut will be released, unfortunately. It will be released on the mass. It's going to be four hours. And they, they were talking about turning it into an hour, see, an hour a week. They were going to release, and it looks like it's going to be. Let's see what they say. They say it would come out early. <laughs> this is what they said. Uh, the Snyder Cut would come out early in 2021. S- himself stating that it would premiere in March. However, there's still this date actually has not been officially released. It's basically just Zack Snyder saying that he plans on m- a March release. I just think. You messed it up so bad. <laughs> it was so awful. And it's so funny. I, I, uh, Dan, Dan Doran, Double D's, he 
He said, "Yeah, Dan Dan Doran's a, a, a host, a frequent uh, co-host on the Rock and Comedy Show." <laughs> yes. So he. Um, what am I doing? Okay, so he sent me this YouTube video exp- on somebody basically breaking down why Batman versus Superman was one of the greatest, uh, deepest, hardest hitting superhero movies to have ever been created. Like you can fix it. You can fix the. Like the, the, you can view it in a way that makes it good. That's basically saying it's the greatest. It's the, the guy basically says it's the greatest superhero movie ever to be made. Yeah, I'd love to see how this was argued. So he, he, the argue is is they basically go off of you know, uh, you know the whole God. You know, people believing that uh, Superman's a God. But the thing is, I don't think that they did a very good job of making that. Of hiding that characteristic, I think it was pretty obvious. He pushed a little too hard to make you think, to make people believe that he was a god, and then he was not a god. He was a false god, right? I don't know about you, but if I saw a dude flying around with laser beams, and all of a sudden a giant ship shows up and tries to terraform the planet, and then the guy with the laser beams fights the other guy with the laser beams, and then the one guy with laser beams wins. I would not be like, oh my god, that's like that's a god. I would probably go, that's an alien. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be. It's too easy. So that's why that plot does. That's why that whole thing for me, I don't buy it. It doesn't work because the, the plot depends on people thinking this alien is a, a deity. god. Exactly, but and not an alien. And not an alien. But I don't think. These I think you would unrealistically dumb. That movie is pretty good evidence there might not be a god. Right. I agree. <laughs> To allow this. So just to allow it to have happened. <laughs> I mean, it's true. There's certainly no God that's like uh, allow- allowing or disallowing anything. <laughs> Zack no- Snyder may be the Antichrist for all we know. I don't know. There's no divine compliance at stake here. But I felt <laughs> like I felt like the plot, you know, they're trying to say, oh, it's amazing that it was this whole God versus, you know, not being a God and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> to me, that's just super shallow. Yes, absolutely. And I, I didn't like it. I didn't think it fit. I would have never been convinced. And I just have to look everything through. A, it's weird having to look at a plot through a shred of common sense. But the difference is, is I looked at that and went, this is awful. This doesn't make sense. You could look at something like Winter Soldier and you go, okay, I get it. This makes sense to me. In a, in a superhero kind of way, there could easily be this evil a, uh, you know, Russian agent that has been brainwashed. And there could easily be this evil form of, you know, take over the world people that have infiltrated our own military intelligence. You know, I that I get. I understand the, you know, and then, you know, the superhero, you know, Cap is becomes the bad guy. I, I think also there's mu- also there's mutants, so that that's part of a thing. Right. And like so, so okay. I, I feel like that I get I get the, even the, you know the whole civil war thing on, you know, why the two sides fought each other. I get it. I understand both their points of view. That's a great movie. I don't understand <laughs> what the fuck anybody was doing in Batman versus Superman. Why Other than they had happen? some weird, weird it was shalali-gagging. Like, how do we use this license while, before we get charged too much for holding on to it for too long? And it's another movie where there's a giant coincidence. And I don't oh, like it. The Martha. I don't, I don't know. And so they're fighting each other. Batman... And Superman are fighting each other, and he says, Batman says something about Martha. Martha is also 
Martha Kent is Superman's mom, uh-huh. but it was also um, Batman's mom was named Martha. Okay. So they have like this, they have like this lucid, like pee-pee touch moment where they're like, <laughs> wait, your mom was Martha? Shit, my mom name of Martha. Did we just become best friends? That's yep. so stupid. I forgot someone told me about that and that ruined me wanting to see the movie too. Like that's just the thinnest thing. Uh, it sounds like a middle schooler plot. So uh, Duff brings up something else. You know, easy letting Gal Gadot have a couple minutes of screen time. Gal Gadot is, she's crazy sexy, incredibly gorgeous woman. The first Wonder Woman I didn't like. I thought it was okay at best, but it really kind of felt like a, a real shitty knockoff of Captain America. Um, <laughs> and I, I just didn't, I didn't much well, care like for the it. DC I thought the, the villain, like yeah, exactly. DC's the villain didn't work for me. The yeah. plot didn't work for me. So now they released uh, Wonder Woman 1984. It was, without a doubt, one of the worst movies <laughs> I think I've ever had to sit through. And I had to sit through it because I paid fourteen ninety five for the HBO Max or whatever it is. <laughs> so I was like, I know, I'm going to watch this. I'm did gonna it, get did it give it you some fun retro vibes? No. <laughs> I mean, kind of, because they have this really cool, like, mini mall scene. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, where there's, you know, they're drinking from the stands. So, like there a little bit. So there were like some little points where you're like 80s. Yeah. But for the most part, it was just bad. I mean, just bad. It's like, who is your market? I can see why they I can see why they decided to not release it in the movie theaters. It was a blessing for them. And and like so clueless because the people with the right age kids for that would have been way more nostalgic about like the early 90s than that early 80s, the first half of the 80s. Like if it's like a 90, Wonder Woman 95, okay, then you're grabbing the parents of the kids that would be into that franchise. Right. You're timing it better. 80s is like done. You Boomers, you think it's still Gen X time? What's going on? It don't make no sense. It's like deep past Gen Y at this point. Like uh, the 80s are la- 10 years ago. And, and, and here's the, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we should be messing with the 90s now if we're following the same cycles and these people knew anything about like cyclical like uh, nostalgia marketing, but they don't. It's DC. They don't know what they're doing. They don't. I, right. They, they have they're no just like, idea. Oh my gosh, we have, we have IP. We need to use this license they, quick. They broke their own rule when yes. they made 1984 because you've got Wonder Woman going around doing all these things. She exists and still Batman has no fucking clue who she is. <laughs> it, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, and I just, it bothers me that there's these like spin-off stupid Batmans cuz like Batman <sighs> is so sacred to me. Right, Batman's you, like the one good DC property in my eyes and like the I, one thing you could I love touch. all the Batman movies. Me too. And I don't know why they're so much better than all the other DC things, but like even the bad Batman movies, I love them. Yeah. And like think Batman they're still Forever the best. Is still one of my favorites and I mean Absolutely. It's, it's ridiculous, but it's cool because in the time it got me, I was the perfect age for it too. Yeah, yep. so edgy and cool for me. And then, but you're absolutely right, Duffster. 1984 is unwatchable even with the eye candy. And what they do to the villain, one of the villains, what is happened? absolutely uh, sack. I mean, they somebody needs to go to jail. <laughs> what happens for for that? They so, so I don't have to watch it. There's a there's a character. I, I think her name is. Uh, like Tigress or something like that. Uh, and they, they, they basically make her into like, you don't know that it's that character. And then all of the sudden the character at the very end of the movie takes on all of these feline 
like properties <laughs> and is like that character now. And you're going, wait, huh? This was awful. What an awful setup. Uh, so it, it was just, it was a bad, it was, it was bad. Just beginning to end, bad. Not, it's, it's one of the movies I think 30 years from now we will see on Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh, for sure. I really do think so. Can we talk about, like, uh, that's totally makes me think of, uh, like, the later, really all the Transformers movies from... Oh, my God. Like, we all loved the technical They should like, have released those onto Mystery Science Theater 3000. I think the first one was fun for the excitement of, like, the novelty yes. and the nostalgia and, like, what a great technical achievement it was, uh, like, visually. Yeah. And how but cool... But leave it alone. Yeah. But the rest of them... It, looking back, it seems like they were only made for, for the for, yes for the exactly. <laughs> and not only that, but they got the world record for the most uh, advertiser involvement in the videos. And I think it's the second one or the third one. Oh my god! Has the record for the most placement scenes. Yeah. Like, there's a part where Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg grabs yep. the Bud Light. Dude, it's and like, so it makes bad. no sense and like doesn't all the action stops for Mark Wahlberg just to take a moment and drink a random spilled Bud Light and D- throw it dramatically down. And or then, now I remember that that one specifically because I was like, this movie is awful. Except they had this one character that was decent, and then they killed him off. <laughs> I was like, well, who was that? The uh, guy from Silicon Valley, that was mouthy. He was like the I comic remember. relief, and then they just decided to kill off the comic relief. <laughs> That's so dumb. I was like, what are you? Oh. Now I have to suffer through the, another hour of this without that character. Ugh. I just hate. I would have been like Ant Man without without the Mexican guy. The whole all spark thing and the mm-hmm. yes, was, apparently more than Josie and the Pussycats. There was just terms in the show that seemed so cheesy. Well, you know he's got the rights for it. Thundercats. How, how are we sleeping on that? Right. Well, that, I, that could really make some money until all the people that watch that are dead. Yes. Because like that's too old for me and i'm no spring chicken right yeah when we were little kids thundercats 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 ho that was in reruns when we were like the right age for it wow is that old huh for sure that was another one that like uh it didn't rerun much where i was at and i was too uh like too young for it when it was coming out i had the i had the thundercats power wheel early diapers for that and you know what thundercats was new and we were like diapers in it but like i don't remember anything that was four yes i don't remember anything that was happening at four i saw reruns of it later i i i I loved it i mean you try to watch it now and you're like but like they're running out of time to capitalize on the ip before it's like for before they have to reintroduce it to people yeah right exactly (laughs) so I, i i i'm curious to see uh, if that actually, if I want a gem in the holograms. Gem in the hol. I think they did try to do that. The, have you ever seen like tried to rewatch any episodes of that? They have the thinnest, like most, uh, like sim- oversimplified plots ever. Like strawberry shortcake or Care Bears. Simpler. Wow. Like uh, old Smurfs kind of simple plots. Like sharing is caring. Oh, like. Oh, that bad guy ran off with the master tapes. So, like, pretend to be, like, adult, like, uh, like, like, make the kids feel like they're watching some soap opera with adults going to, like, recording studios and driving cars. But then the plots would just be like, oh, he's bad. He stole tapes. <laughs> he stole tapes. Where is he? There he is. Don't steal tapes, kids. <laughs> and, like, the simplest, like, 
super, super simple stuff. So it's like so cheesy. So there's no plot hardly at all besides the overarching premise of this like mother and the computer kind of thing to like, but man, it could be a sick movie because they could do anything with it basically. So speaking of another movie from our childhood. They uh, did remake Jim? Oh, we've got a. They did. They did remake Jim. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought so. So um, do it again. So another it. another movie from our childhood that it's not actually getting remade. It's getting, I guess, a sequel. Another sequel. A sequel sequel. Truly outrageous. Called Game Changers. Okay. And the name of the movie series stars Emilio Estevez in The Mighty Ducks. Oh, so another Mighty Ducks? Mighty Ducks oh, Game Changers. There's few things that ever happened that I cared less about than the Mighty Ducks. I heard it was okay, though. Apparently, it was a big investor presentation on it last year, and there was a little tease for the upcoming Legacy sequel. Uh, unfortunately, it was never officially released outside of the presentation, but today, brings there's actually now a teaser trailer which finds the Mighty Ducks becoming the opposite of everything they used to stand for. So pretty interesting. I'm, man, Mighty Ducks. I was so bored with that initially that I started looking up this gem in the holograms. So this apparently so it's happened actually in going 2015. To be, yeah, and it's actually going to be a new series. Gem, yes. I knew it came out. I knew it came out sometime. I see. I I wanted it to be like animated again. I didn't know there was like a live action one. I feel mm -hmm. like that. This would be way cooler. Just a hundred percent. CGI, like almost Pixar status. Mm -hmm. That's the way that's to true. do. Because the cool thing, one of the cool things about the show is that it had impossible camera moves. Like the camera would like spin and gimbal around them, and they would like spin, yeah, like kind of like the way music videos would end up looking in the future. Yeah, it was really forward thinking as far as the animation was like really garbagey, <laughs> but the swinging angles were really innovative. And like you can't, uh, you can only now do that in live action, like. Like since maybe like the the Speed Racer movie is probably the, one of the first movies that I saw cameras really spin around the characters. Speed Racer. That would make a, a gem as you'd have to have the dramatic um, angles and like that feeling of uh, stage time that's just uh, surreal. Like you're flying around around the stage and crazy like <laughs> aha video kind of way. So The Mighty Ducks isn't actually going to be a movie. It's going to be a series, an eight-part series. Yeah, and that's how Gem should be, yep. too. Matrix is coming out. It's another one kind of from our my teenage youth, I suppose. Um, I, dude, I fucking hated The Matrix. I'm not even going to lie. The first one was like, okay. I was really the second uh, and the third disappointed. One, the, second one I was, uh, the second one was so bad. Yeah. I actually watched the movie in the movie theater at the Palms, got out, and then yelled at the manager for like 30 <laughs> minutes because he was like, well, you want your money back? I was like, no, you gave the money. I want my two hours back. Yeah, the second one was especially disappointed because there was that in-between thing that was good, but like short. And it made it seem like the second one was going to be more like that and cool. Yeah, it was not. But the first one lost me as soon as everyone was batteries. Like right, that was kind of weird, people right? People aren't being like for thinking units like, or something. There's so many yeah. other things you can use the people for. Right. still have the batteries? metaphor work. Yeah. It's just batteries. Like I can make a better battery than some yeah, stupid the goo person. Yeah. <laughs> the, the hoses coming out and stuff. It's just, 
it was like not all the way thought out and yet oh massively overhyped just like talk about deep in the shallow end basically yeah absolutely uh, and that's where they went all right let's go ahead and uh let's go ahead and make our final commercial break yeah just uh, a couple more just a little bit of fizzle for just you a, just a little uh little woohoo do it woohoo woohoo fresh chips and salsa Yes. Fresh tableside guacamole made the way you like it. Hey, throw a little hot sauce in there. How about the fresh tableside flaming fajitas? Well, friends, are you hungry yet? Ready for the best Mexican food in Las Vegas? Then head on down to Juan's Flaming Fajitas and Cantina. They have two awesome locations, 9640 West Tropicana and also 16 South Water Street in Henderson. Flavors inspired by traditional Mexican dishes like chile rellenos, carnitas, enchiladas de mole, and of course, their famous sizzling fajitas. From tender marinated meats and seafoods to vegetarian dishes and authentic desserts, Juan invites you to come and enjoy your next meal at his restaurant and cantina. Juan's Flaming Fajita and Cantina, 9640 West Tropicana and also 16 South Water Street in Henderson. Don't forget to wash down the food with some delicious cocktails like Manuel's Famous Margarita or our favorite Trace Amigos Tequila. Happy hour every day from 3 to 6 p.m. That's Juan's Flaming Fajita and Cantina, 9640 West Tropicana and also 16 South Water Street in Henderson. You're home. You're a diabetic. You need supplies, but you don't want to visit the pharmacy. What do you do? Call U.S. Med for home delivery of your supplies. If you have diabetes and you're worried about going to a crowded pharmacy, pick up the phone in the safety and comfort of your home and let U.S. Med deliver them to you with free shipping. And now if you test your blood sugar four more times a day and inject insulin three or more times a day, you may qualify to get a new continuous glucose monitor at little or no cost, which may eliminate the pain of pricking your fingers and helps you make smarter diabetes decisions. Plus, we'll send you a 90-day supply and bill your insurance company for you. Get some peace of mind. Call U.S. Med today. 800-451-4785. 800-451-4785. That's 800-451-4785. The suspense has been killing you, but we are back. And we're going to bring you back to life from that suspense. That's right. That's right. So uh, we right now we've been talking about things that have, uh, you know, we've watched when, when we were kids and we are now older and they're bringing a lot of the stuff back. Well, um, one of the things that was big for my youth was Mortal Kombat, the video game. I loved the first movie. The, the second, second movie was garbage. <laughs> Can you believe Raiden was like a kid in the second one? Oh god! What was that young ass Raiden? That was well. That was because the original Raiden he uh, he went legally blind. That's tragic. But yeah. you could have cast someone the right age. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, none of the other characters were weirdly young. It wasn't like uh, Teen Titans reboot Mortal Kombat. It wasn't <laughs> like, it wasn't like uh, what, right Tiny Toon Adventures. Mortal Kombat. Uh, so there's a new Mortal Kombat movie coming Muppet out. Muppet Babies, Mortal Kombat. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm done. They are rebooting Mortal Kombat. And they've only shown little snippets. It's going to be released on HBO. I don't know when. <laughs> uh, but. This could be really good. It looks. So apparently the beginning fight scene is between uh, Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Oh, my gosh. So they finally actually cast Asians for the Asian people in this? Yes. 
freaking finally. And it, it's going to follow the it's going to follow the storyline of um, basically this um, washed up MMA fighter. They're introducing a brand new character oh, who's basically tying. That's smart because it revitalizes the game franchise on too. Yeah, but it's got all of it's like Kung Lao's in it. Uh, Liu Kang is in it. Shang Tsung is in it. Uh, it shows Jax right there. We already know that basically it shows the... Oh. And it's supposed to have like fatalities. It's supposed to be very gory. It looks very dark. Huh. But there's Scorpion... I mean, there's Sub-Zero right there. I think Sub-Zero is actually the bad guy. Cool. Is he? I think he is a villain where Scorpion is not. I'm not entirely sure. I'm wondering if like I'll like the movie or not, but I'm really stoked what it's going to do for the games franchise. You know, it looks it looks brutal. Because I love the games. It looks brutal. It looks decently cast. So I, I'm I'm excited to see where they go with it. You know, Kano doesn't look like that. You know what I mean? Kano looks different. I hope it has, like, some, you know, I, I like how Marvel balances in some humor. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully it has If some it has of some of that, how great would that be? No, it'd be good. It'd be necessary. Some light in the moments with these characters. Well, there's a history of that in the game, so there should be. Yeah. I mean, the game went really silly for a minute. It's true, it did. Babality and stuff. Babality. It did get very it silly. For so me. funny though. Dude, but I, I loved the first. I, I loved it. that first Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, I did too. The fight with the reptile was I, awesome. I wonder if it holds up because I don't remember it at all. I just remember being excited. And I was like, you know what? I think that's I think that's going to be our homework for this like week. adolescent rewatch the first Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. I don't know. <laughs> it does carry an R rating. Huh. Uh, the duster said excited only if it carries an R rating. It is going to be R, uh, and they said they had to work hard to make sure that they got the R. <laughs> <laughs> what like the. <laughs> but there's supposed to be some very gory fatalities. The fact that they it. had a hard time getting it to R means I'll probably like it. Right? Because I'm, I'm less gory as a person. But, like, can't be gore. I'm, I'm cool with it. But the, apparently the whole beginning scene is just this massive fight between uh, Scorpion and Sub-Zero. That's the thing. is when like, they Before they were Scorpion and Sub-Zero. The gore in Mortal Kombat I always thought was so funny. Because yeah. it's so, like, hyperbolic. So... It's true. Just like uh, they like Evil Dead or something. The new Deadpool is going to be rated R, which is very cool. Yeah, Deadpool didn't feel like a violent movie, even though people died like every five seconds, because <laughs> it's, it's just so hyperbolic. Uh, it feels like a, it doesn't feel like a real universe. They actually had somebody like die in a wood chipper. That like really happened. <laughs> they had to actually put a person. In, they got a cadaver <laughs> to donate. I mean, it's a medical donation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Imagine that permit. Yeah. Imagine thinking your body was going to science. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> There's a new checkbox if you live in uh, yeah. Southern California where you can be part of a, a movie, movie prop. Movie prop. <laughs> hmm. Science, cremation, movie, movie prop. prop. Checking uh, all those boxes. Yeah. Whatever's near. I'm, if I'm closer, closer to the movie studio, that's what you get. If I'm closer to you know some kid dying, he gets the organs instead. Yeah. Divvy it up. Divvy it up. <laughs> Take the organs and then sew me back up with some sand and then send me through a wood chipper. There we go. Figure it out. For film science. Film science. <laughs> so, um, okay. Also, now that we've kind of covered, you know, Mortal Kombat, and they're going to have a slew of characters. I think that I don't know who the main villain technically is, but it looks like it's going to be Shang Tsung. Um, I don't know if there's going to be anybody. I don't know. If, I know there were some other villains that have come up. I'm not super hip. With the new Mortal Kombat's, I don't know that much about them, but... Um, Do you think the movie... Here's the real bet yeah. that people can cash in on or not is if the movie is going to contain some of the uh, 
later characters that were named after like myths and errors. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Because there's one character, uh, I'm spacing on the full story, but they found his name in the code and it was like. Uh, the Noop Cybot? Is that who it was? No, it was a different yeah, that one. That was go, like empty. It was empty set or something. Like it was like a, a the term for there being no character, and they ended up naming a character that because of the lore about this character existing. Interesting. When it was just like a placeholder term in the code for when there was no character there. Interesting. I, I wonder who that was or what. The I'll, I'll get the deeds. Yeah. Well, that's the other. That was a, it. Kind of the. It's tough because I feel like they did a really good job with the first Mortal Kombat with all the characters. The second one. I think they did way too many characters way too fast, and it became it just bogged everything down. Yeah, you know Ermac. I mean? Oh, Ermac. Yeah, Ermac is a, a fictional character that was. Uh, yeah, and Ermac, he actually there's a couple of other ones too. Yeah, he was added later after there was all this lore about him existing when he didn't exist. Then they just decided to make him exist. Yeah, well, it's a crazy, uh, um, crazy backstory. I, my, all my buddies are got. I think it's like Mortal Kombat 11 is what they're up to. It was in the diagnostics menu of the 1992 original wow. game. Abacab, to get the blood code. A-B-C, oh, A-B-B. okay, yeah, yeah. That way you could activate the blood. Otherwise, there was no blood in the game. <laughs> You're like, oh, the game is not cool unless you have the blood. Yeah, I remember on the Super Nintendo, you had to turn that on because yep. it was like you weren't cool then. Oh, so you could just turn it on Super Nintendo? On Genesis, you had to use a code. That's the thing is, I remember that. I think that code you had to use on the Super Nintendo too. Oh, to turn, it on, to turn it on, yeah. You had to code it up. Correct us if we're wrong. Like, grab grab your emulator and let us know. So, what about? Were you ever a Star Trek fan? Heck yes. So, Star Trek Next Generation, it's a thing. Especially that Picard era. So, Michael Dorn. Yeah, that's number one. Uh, no. Michael Dorn was Worf. No, Michael Dorn was Worf. Yeah, that's right. I just he remember. is pitching a Captain Worf series. That would be sick. That would kind of be cool. I, I'm just really happy to see someone that, that played such a legendary character for so long be willing to revisit it again. Reprise the role. It's tough. You'd be surprised if people just don't. Yeah, you know? a lot of people don't. And so it's really cool of him to want to go there. I mean, that's like... I was a little kid when he was doing that. Yeah, I think that'd be really cool. I, I know that they've got the new Picard series, which has uh, number two in it now. Or I, number one, I mean. Yeah, I have Riker. Will, William Riker, who yeah. was like my favorite character as a kid. I know, I loved him too. But I haven't watched any of it because it's on that stupid CBS All Access and you have to pay for it and I never will. Uh, my mom gave me her code to watch it and I haven't Ooh, yet. Oh I'm, no, I'm you have being to watch a bad it. Son. No, you have to watch it homework. for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> That and in Mortal Kombat. You have to rewatch Mortal Kombat. I'm going to go ahead and just do the Star Trek one. <laughs> you, just, you just skip right to I'm it. I'm not going to watch rewatch Mortal Kombat. Unless we make a party of it. So look up Willy's Wonderland That's, trailer. Is this a porn? It's the trailer that everybody has been waiting for. Oh, please tell me this is about uh, Willy Wonka. It is not. What? That's it. This is the well, movie Willie's, that Willie's everyone Jeeps? is waiting for. That's uh, the, well, this is a commercial. But after this commercial, here it is. If this let, doesn't let me make just, sure everyone can see. If this doesn't blow your mind. Screen media. Oh, hey, it's got that recipe for success. Yep. Nick Cage. 
Why does he have to pull his glasses slowly down and look over the top of his sunglasses? He ain't in bad shape for how long it's been. Right? He's, he's how does Nick Cage look exactly like he looked like, I don't know, eight, ten years ago? Right? He when he's cleaning the, in a dramatic way. It's so, your birthday. So it's your birthday is written in blood on a mirror. Oh, this is like Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> no way. I wonder if they owe any licensing. Well, to this is crazy. Oh, so um, are you familiar with Five Nights at Freddy's? Uh, I am not. So. I just barely started kind of figuring out the deal, but it's a video game that has animatronic characters kind of like the ones that were in Chuck E. Cheese, Buzzy's Pizza Circus. Yeah. Do you remember Showbiz Pizza Palace? Yeah. So they all had different animatronic characters, and there's so there's this homologation of them, and they, like, uh, you have to be, like, a night guardsman at one of these places and the, the robots come and scare you and stuff. And, um, they've made all kinds of like lore and fan videos and music videos around the lore of this game. Uh. My, uh, my goddaughter Lizzie is like super into it. Um, so that's yeah, cool. She's going to dig that movie. I, I think it, that, that Willie's wonderland is Nicolas Cage versus evil anima- animatronics. Oh my gosh, is that... Oh no, okay, for a second I thought that was um, uh, o- Bob Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk. How cool is he? That looks like him. I think it's Bob Odenkirk, his eyes, yeah. Dude, Bob Odenkirk, yeah. <laughs> are we, are we watching Odenkirk the same thing? Or is this punching a, things. I this think is this a new is a movie. different movie with Bob Odenkirk in it. Yeah, and a gun. Yeah. And a wall. I've heard there's a Bob Odenkirk punches walls movie. And he coming. rides a bus. He totally and, he, and he watches a guy get stuff kicked out of his hand. Hell yeah, he's riding a and bus. And the guy steals his, somebody's wine. Guy pulls out a knife. Uh, <laughs> he just... He just lets all of his... Drop the bullets out of his gun. And he's just... That was a dumb swing of the punch from the other guy. Just like arm out swing. I mean, I'm pretty nerdy. I know how to not swing that I'm way. I'm trying to understand what he this movie is. He just messed that guy up with his wrist. That was not the best edited fight scene. Yeah. I, I love Odenkirk. But you know what's kind of realistic or like real fight would happen in the bus, though? Like, not everything's going to land that well. But that that still, it looked like his uh, wrist bent pretty. So this is why you don't watch these silent. Yeah, right. Cause <laughs> <laughs> you just nitpick everything. I just don't know how I feel about this. Bob Odenkirk can do no wrong. That's interesting. What's that movie called? Uh, Bob Odenkirk o- Oden- does Dallas. <laughs> Eddie. Wait, is it called Eddie? No. Kirk. Can be it. Odin. Bob. Here we go. Boss Baby 2. Is that what this is? <laughs> Apparently yep. this is multiple videos. Yeah, okay, together so that makes sense. I was like, wait a this minute. This is out of control. Wow. Bob stars in Badass Remake. Badass. Oh, is that what it is? It huh. might be a bad. It, it might be a badass remake. I don't know. That's what we're being told by he, our correspondent. You uh, 
Good old Waz dropped the ball. He can't even find it now. No, I, well, I stopped looking. <laughs> He's like, I'm done with you. Well, we're, we're at the tail end. We've got to wrap the wrap the bow on it. Do you I have know. Any plugs and final notes for the audience. Well, uh, if you need your car detailed, hit up at Clean Kong LV or CleanKongLV.com. Clean with a K. Clean Kong. Kong K O N G. You'll go bananas for, for their clean service. Kong. That's right. All right. That's right. So check them out. They're on Facebook. Bananas? There's so much cross promo there. Tons of cross. That's Tide branding. <laughs> um, I will. I will give you this. Um, I think this was uh, pretty good. So four men have gotten mouth ulcers for eating 30 kilos of oranges at airport uh, to avoid paying extra baggage fees. So Would you eat 30 kilos? Four people eating 30 kilos. They're like. It's like 10 pounds a piece. They didn't want to have pay extra fees, so they teamed up on enough. 30 kilos. Yeah, of, I'm still trying to wrap my head around that. It's insane. Of oranges. They're and lucky they ate just them all. had mouth ulcers. You know, that can tear up your stomach. Yeah. I have a funny story, real quick. Yes. So I was in the missionary training center. You were, you were a missionary, okay. To become a, a Mormon missionary. Um, the year was like 2001 and they would make you watch a video about what to not do in the missionary training center. Yeah. One of the largest, most overemphasized segments was not to have a tray covered in orange juice glasses and not to do the orange juice challenge. Don't do it. Yeah. Because you would have diarrhea for at least a day. Wow. From drinking that much orange juice. Because so many people would come from places where they their family couldn't afford to get them orange juice all the time. And they would just go nuts drinking orange juice? Yeah, including me. I would still be like, well, maybe maybe four glasses. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it, it catches up with you. You know, the only thing that I've ever can say that I drank and uh, gave me instantaneous mud butt was Yoo-Hoo's. How many? Goes in one way, comes out the exact same He's the other. Not compatible with Yoohoo's. No, I am not uh, I am not Yoohoo compatible. Good times. One Yoohoo is all it takes. One uh, Yoohoo is all it takes. And they taste great. Are they still around, man. Maybe you're not the only one. They gotta be. They gotta be. I don't know. I'm sure they've probably had some kid shit himself into a coma by now, but uh Worth it. And maybe a lawsuit there. <laughs> <laughs> But I think uh, I think they got it. They're still. Do you remember Orbits? It was a. It was like a soft drink, and it came in a clear thing, and it had like little tapioca. Yeah, just barely. And it was tasted awful. They were just awful. <laughs> you don't remember those? They weren't out for very long. There was a Japanese drink. Tell me if you guys have had this, where you push a marble into the lid. Ramune. Yeah, I was about to say yeah. Yep. Yeah. I love ramune. It's so tasty. It's so fun. And it's actually low, fairly low in sugar compared to a regular soda. Yeah, it's good. It's so it's not a bad, not a bad gig, and it's fun. Yeah, with the little it's metal fun. Ball. It's kind of like Crystal Pepsi. I remember Crystal Pepsi. I still have one sitting on the shelf, going bad. No not way. Not an OG one when they brought it back a oh, few years ago. Okay, yeah, the reboot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I liked the Crystal Pepsi. I thought it was cool. But I then when they, they did the reboot, I didn't get any, because as I got older, I realized. Uh, I don't actually like Pepsi at all. Uh, neither do I like Coke. Yeah, I don't keep soft drinks in the house. Yeah. It's too risky in the house. If they're in there for too long, they go hard. Yeah. And then no what? longer a soft drink. Yeah. A hard, and a hard drink, sh- break your teeth. 
Break, right? Shatter them. Yeah. Then, then you drink your teeth dust, and then what? Ugh. Yeah, that's it. You're stuck. Few things are more toxic than... Slobbering a gobstopper. The dust of your own teeth. Teeth dust. <laughs> this is how we send them that off. That could be another movie. Don't tooth forget. Tooth dust. <laughs> Nothing's more toxic than the dust of your own teeth. <laughs> how, <laughs> that's like your like, uh, send-off, like your Schwarzenegger like term when you like before you shoot the enemy. Like, nothing's more toxic than the dust of your own teeth. teeth. <laughs> Love it. That's hard. Horde. So so hard. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the show tonight. We will, we will be back next week. Um, hopefully, the Hank can figure things out with his lawyer and uh, maybe get uh, out on probation. Pray for, for the guy. For good behavior. Toss us some prayers. Um... Toss a prayer. When he gets out of the hospital and out of prison. Yeah. Toss him a prayer. Toss a prayer out. Yeah. PayPal. PayPal us. PayPal a prayer. 